0: you ever Are you listening? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Murray from Black, Married, and Debt Free, and yes, you have heard correctly. Shira Murray and I have decided to step out into the podcast world to share with you some really, really dope. Content. For those of you who do not follow us on our YouTube channel, shameless plug, Shira and I are a 30 something millennial couple that paid off over $110,000 in debt in 2017. And we are passionate about sharing exactly how we did that with others. In this podcast, Shira and I unpack some recent news in the world of finance. We're going to be talking about money gurus, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll be addressing the business side of the personal finance industry and addressing some of the tough questions that individuals have for the biggest money gurus in the game. You don't want to miss this. So we have some recent news and, you know, one thing I don't think we do enough with our platforms is attack the recent news. Right. So I kind of wanted to do that here. So we had some uh, some things that kind of were controversial in the financial space this, this past week. One of which was the cruise that uh, pretty much the Michael Jordan of finance, right? Dave Ramsey, Uh, you know, he has his financial peace university and things like that. You know, he had his his cruise that he puts on every year. And, you know, a a few people were in uproar about how expensive that cruise was, you know, especially with him preaching, uh, you know, live like no one else so you can live like no one else and some of his different philosophies on not spending a lot and and cutting back this and and really living on a super tight budget so my question to you shire is what how do you feel about that uh you know some of the ticket prices for like the inner rooms on the boat you know without windows were in the upwards of three thousand dollars some of the you know rooms that didn't even have good views of the ocean or some of the inner rooms in the boat so even some of his cheapest packages were in upwards of three thousand dollars and a lot of people online uh were a bit concerned about that what what do you think about that what what are your thoughts
1: well i just looked on bing and not that Bing can be trusted but his net worth is 200 million dollars he could buy the boat okay if dave ramsey wants to go on a cruise he can go on a cruise if you can afford you go on a cruise and you're in the second part of his phrase live like no one else so you can live like no one else if you're in the second part of that phrase and you want to go on a cruise by all means go I'm not telling you to stay home and eat beans and rice you know he is rich and it's funny how he teaches you know people to save up a little bit of money but he never really talks about how he's making his he's not telling people how they can um get get a net worth of 200 million they do the debt free scream but you know he's making millions of dollars and i wish that he would preach that method so we wouldn't be having this conversation right now about who can go on a cruise and who can't go on a cruise. So. I don't I don't have a problem with the cruise personally yeah the rooms are expensive but this this is a cruise now what you need to be worried about on this cruise is rotavirus okay making sure that people wash their hands you know at the 24 hour all you can eat buffet I think there are bigger things to worry about on that cruise ship than who's gonna be on the boat
0: so Shar, so you're just so I'm clear your thoughts on this is he can set the price for whatever he wants because uh hopefully these are people who ha- have crossed over the debt-free screen and that are that are patronizing this cruise and going on this cruise so you're of the mind that you know most likely these aren't people who are in debt that are going on the cruise but what if these are individuals that just love his brand that love what he talks about and haven't really completed the process but they just want to be involved in the cruise do you think this is a wise something uh, that someone in that situation should go on. You think a cruise that is this expensive is something that maybe they just want to be in the mix with with the you know, a lot of people go to conferences and different things like that. Maybe they're viewing this as a conference and they haven't crossed over that get free line yet but they just want to be in the mix what do you do you think is wise for those people to go on such an expensive cruise
1: i mean this is just my opinion a lot of people who follow dave ramsey it's just like he has a cult right and you know we don't agree with everything that he teaches but for some people you know it seems to work if they want to go on the cruise because they're thirsty after dave ramsey that's on them i'm not i'm a financial coach you know so we can we can talk through it if you're on the fence about it but you know i you know to to each his own yeah some of the rooms were expensive but i'm not gonna say don't go because i don't know your finances and and even here as we're talking i mean we're making assumptions about the people who might be going so we don't know unless we have a case study we have a case study okay um uh, Carla wants to go, she's, you know, 10,000 in debt, you know, and no, she don't need to be going. Okay. She don't need to be going, you know, but for the most part it's speculation. And it's not like Dave is pre-screening the the folks that are coming on the cruise, um, you know, people will do what they want to do. Ultimately it's their finances, it's their choice. Um, yeah, some of the rooms are expensive, but personally, I don't, I don't, care either way
0: so what do you say to those people who look at uh the money gurus as as we like to call them and say you know see it's all just a money grab you see i knew in the end that uh you know they be it their conferences or be it the different uh things that they sell that are you know they sell for an exorbitant amount of dollars what do you say to those people who are like well see they're 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 trying to preach because just to kind of bring it back uh one of the things before we really got heavy into the finance, uh, financial space, my thing was, okay, if I'm trying to save money, how come I have to pay this much for a course on how to save money? Or how come I have to pay for so much for this conference on how to save money? Shouldn't I, shouldn't this whole, this whole community be about saving, saving, saving? So, well, what do you say to people that have that view? Because obviously now I look back at that view and say, okay, well you have to pay something sometimes, you know, the, uh, the saying is people who pay, pay attention, you know, so if you really want to learn something, of course, you're gonna have to pay at some point, but what do you say to those people who say, man, they just trying to get money from us, man, look, see, I knew these financial people weren't about nothing, what do you say to people like that, Sean?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll address that. I don't think that that necessarily applies to the cruise, right? Because though Dave Ramsey might be speaking on the cruise, you could easily buy his book for, you know, $15 or $20 or, you know, listen to his radio show and get some nuggets for free. And I mean, as a financial coach, we we charge for our services. But at the same time, we do put out a lot of free content and you can still learn a lot of, of information. The thing of about paying for a service That's what you should do. Like the same people that complain about paying, you know, they don't complain when they go to a restaurant or when someone comes, you know, they call a plumber to their home to fix their toilet, you know, but if someone else is offering a service to help them be a better version of themselves, you know, sometimes there's complaints, but you have to do what works for you. And sure, you don't, if you don't want to patronize a service, by all means, don't. It's really up to you.
0: Definitely. I, I totally agree with that. You said a couple things earlier that I found interesting. You spoke about Dave Ramsey and his, some of his, and this isn't a Dave Ramsey bashing session by any means. He's just, like I said, he, he's what many consider the LeBron James or the Michael Jordan of the financial space. Right.
1: I don't, I don't think so. I mean, there's plenty of financial gurus out there. And when you start to hear their their teachings their philosophies a lot of times they differ so you have Dave Ramsey you have Robert Kiyosaki you have Susie Orman you have David Bach like you have a lot of different people so you take what you can from their you know teachings and you really have to figure out well, what's best for you what will you believe I don't I don't listen to one person over the other because one tends to affiliate with a religion that I'm you know Associate with, you know, I don't do that, and I don't recommend that. I don't recommend one size fits all. There is no one size fits all. And when you uh, take time to educate yourself on financial um, matters and financial concepts, then you'll be able to figure out, you know, what's the best move uh, for you. But what we need to understand is that, yeah, these people are are business people, and a lot of them have the background and knowledge to provide sound. Um, advice or recommendations. But at the end of the day, you know, we need to make sure that we're doing our due diligence so that we can make the best decisions for ourselves and for our families. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
0: A lot of times we lament the fact that some of these uh, gurus, so to speak, maybe don't let us in on how they've earned their millions. Do you have a problem with that? A lot of times they're telling... they they preach a philosophy of save and and you know you know budget and and all these kinds of things when they've made millions in other ways that maybe they maybe they don't share in their philosophy How, how do you feel about that you wish there was more transparency and they were able to share more about how exactly did you guys make your million did you make your millions budgeting and and working nine to five and Contributing you know, fifteen percent or whatever whatever, whatnot, is that how you made your millions or do you wish they would kind of take that veil away and share some of maybe some different ways to to reach that that wealth status?
1: I think people will tailor their message to what people want to hear. So if a lot of people want to hear about, you know, how to get out of debt or if people want to hear about retirement, then they will tailor the message to fit the needs of their audience so I I feel that if there was an outcry of people saying I want to know how did you make you know your money then they would tailor the message to to that you know um but at the same time you can kind of see you know a lot of people they make good money whether they're a financial person or uh big star preacher, you know like we can clearly see that you have books or that you have a TV show or that you have a radio show, you know, we a lot of times um have our eyes on other people. We want to know what other people are doing and that is kind of the culture, you know, that we live in. Um but at the same time, you know, take time to develop yourself. Take time to think about what you want to do. What is that dream that you have? What's that goal that you have? What's that vision that you have? And, you know, take steps, you know, to bring it to pass because you can do it. You know, what are we going to do as a community to go to the next level? What are we going to do to build legacy for our families? And when I say our families, you know what I'm talking about. You know, um, uh, the celebrities are not not really looking out for us. And when I say us, I'm talking about really people of color. So what are we going to do to build community? What are we going to do to build lasting wealth? And I think that those are the things that we need to be focused on
0: you have a tendency to look at see what others are doing you know and oh man look, look, look look at that man their podcast is doing this or their youtube is doing that or whatever and sometimes it's hard to just focus on what you're doing and perfect what you're doing because you see what others are doing so i i think you made some good points there i used to think and i used to see a lot of people with courses and a lot of people with selling programs and all this kind of stuff and I just used to kind of, it used to kind of irritate me because I almost felt like, I almost felt like in some cases it was a person who won the lottery, right? They, they did something and they created this money and now they want to tell you how to win the lottery. And I know that maybe that's not the best way to look at it, but that's kind of how I viewed it. Almost like they're selling you a wish sandwich or a hope sandwich, right? (laughs) You wish you had some bread to go, some, some meat to go up on that bread. And I felt like that's when I when I saw all the courses, you know, we get inundated. We go on YouTube, uh, especially if, if, you know, YouTube looks at what you're, you know, what you consume and they start showing you ads based on that. So we always look at finance. Right. So you log on into YouTube and you'll see all these. You want to know how to make a million dollars? Well, let me tell you, Uh, just 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 buy my course and, and you can, you know, you see all these ads and whatnot. Those ads used to irritate me and they they still sometimes some of them do because it just feels like, really, can I really do this? Or you guys, am I just building your empire by buying this class? What do you say to someone who has that mindset? Uh, Is that the wrong way to look at things now that you're in another space of, of actually providing content? Do you view it differently? Talk to me about that.
1: Maybe it's just not for the course is just not. For you, um, I feel at the same time as that we live in a, you know, this technology age, this information age, and there are a lot of courses out there. There's a lot of good courses too. So if you haven't taken a course, it's kind of hard to form an opinion about it. And so yes, the internet will tailor itself to what you are looking at yeah so i i certainly think there are folks out there who want to sell wish sandwiches right and it's and even on social media and on instagram and facebook you know we're always presenting the best version of ourselves you know i'm sure people they look at us and say oh they're probably such this perfect couple but what they really don't know is that you know you get on my nerves sometimes and i get on yours and that's just their (laughs) that's just the reality of, you know, what it is. And so yeah, I mean, I can understand if someone's wondering, you know, are they selling me a wish sandwich, you know, am I actually going to gain um, any value from the service that they're selling. Um, But a good thing to do is to see if there are reviews on the course. So you can, most times people are honest, and people that do reviews are going to be happy about the service, or they're going to not like it. And but then sometimes you don't know if they have control over what reviews are shown. And then then another thing to consider is, you know, have they experienced success in that area? Or is this an area that they've never been successful in, but yet they want to provide advice. So that's just something that I, I would look at. But, you know, we live in an information age, like everything's on the internet, like that is where the future is going. And we see stores are closing even in good areas like stores are closing because people are doing more things online they're shopping they're spending more time on On screens, on their computers, and if you learn how to um, join that e-commerce, if you learn how to capitalize on where society is going, the more power to you. So, if you have an idea for a course, I by all means, you go out and you do that. You don't worry about what people are going to say, if people are going to buy your course, if people are not going to buy your course. Like you never know until you try so yes there will be naysayers you know yes i see courses you know as i'm scrolling and i'm like eh, i don't think that's for me but at the same time good for them for stepping out good for them for for having the faith you know we need to be creators in person online like that is the direction where we need to go and so sure is there someone out there that might be trying to sell you a wish sandwich possibly but what does it matter if it's for you if you think it's going to help better you sometimes people will sell courses and it's cheaper than you paying for their time one-on-one um because i know that we are in the process of developing a course ourselves and for us it's going to be beneficial to some people because it's going to cost more you know for them to meet with myself or marcus and i together so um I think you should be open to it because it's really about personal development. What are you doing to better yourself? Are you reading books? Are you taking courses? Um, even if you get one thing out of a course, a lot of times it's worth it. So I just say, be open to it. This is the way the world is, is really going. And instead of resisting it, you know, try to be open and receptive and willing to um, explore new things.
0: I think that's good, Shire. So pretty much you're telling me that that old mindset i had was the old guy yelling out his window to tell the kids to get off of his lawn right, the old, right. The, the old mentality that you know oh man well you know pretty much we need to get with the times we need to get with the e-commerce because this is the new wave people are going to be selling things and instead of complaining you might want to get in the game and 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 get you something too that's pretty much what you're saying right
1: Absolutely. So we went to a meetup about two weeks ago with other YouTubers and there was a guy there. He was like in his seventies and he's like, look, I am taking a class right now because I want to know what the young people know, because he understands, you know, that this world is changing, you know, and I, we just, I think that it's important that we really ask ourselves, what time is it and what do we need to do to, to position ourselves to um, be successful, you know, in these next coming years.
0: For us, uh, we got out of debt and we share tips online and on our podcast and on all our platforms, like what we did to get out of debt, things you could do, things you can implement, right? What do you say to those people who's like, man, I just can't do it. I can't, it's, I'm not seeing the same uh, progress that, that that you and Marcus saw, or whatever. What do you say to those people? Because I know a lot of times I see influencers they'll tell people, "Well, you just got to keep trying." Is that the solution? A lot of times, Shires? What, what you know, you just got to grind harder, you know, is, is that the solution? Or is there what what would you say to that person?
1: Well, number one when it comes to anything, if you think you can't, you won't, right? Because you know, even a scripture in the Bible says, "So as a man thinketh so is he." So if you think you you can't do it, then It's already like you won't be able to. Right. So it starts with, you know, your mindset and your mentality. Right. And you really for a lot of us, we really have to work to take the limits off. And we also need to think about where those thoughts are coming from. Why is it that you can't pay off your debt? Why not?
0: So you think pretty much is a so pretty much is about the mindset.
1: But it's not just the mindset. Right. You have to have the will too, right? You have to will yourself into, you know, paying off your debt. And you also have to have actions that, you know, align with your goal, you know? And a lot of times we get discouraged because things don't happen as fast as we'd like them to happen. Um, But the thing about like even our Instagram, we didn't really start doing it until after we paid off the debt. Like we weren't. On Instagram, I wasn't taking selfies in the WIC office. You know what I'm saying? Or so it's easy to say, "Wow, I wish I could do that." I don't think I'll be able to do that. But like, it's a process, and that's the thing about social media, right? They don't—we don't really show a lot of the process. And honestly, we weren't—we weren't thinking about social media at that time. We're really just thinking about getting through day to day with a new baby, and you know, we were just trying to survive. You know, so yes, it's easy to become discouraged. You know, especially in the world of the internet where everything looks so perfect, you know, but you can get out of debt. You can you can do anything that you put your mind to really. It's true if you believe it, you know, so hang in there, you know, don't get discouraged. Just keep going just one day at a time.
0: I think that's good, Shire. That pretty much goes back to, don't be looking at what everyone else is doing. I think that's a good way to, to close out and put a button on it. Cause like how you said, even when it comes to accomplishing your goals, you can't look at everyone else because you see the finished product, you know, on Instagram. You see everyone's highlight reel on Instagram. So it just all goes back to keeping your head down, not really worrying about what others are doing, getting your grind on and doing it yourself. Right.
1: I mean, I want to say keep your head down. I say keep your head up
0: okay okay i like that i like that little play on words there
1: yeah do everything that you said that marcus said but keep your head up
0: uh we hope you guys enjoyed that that was just me and shire kind of talking about some things that have been going on in recent news so we hope you guys enjoyed it all right so for marcus murray this is my lovely wife shira murray catch you guys on the next podcast peace
1: yay yay no i'm just joking take that out
0: Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and rate this particular podcast on whatever platform you're streaming this. Rate this five stars, write great reviews, anything that you can do to help us. We really, truly appreciate it. All right. So for Black, Married and Debt Free, this is Marcus Murray signing off until next time. All right. I'll let you guys later. Peace.